up you guys and welcome back to another episode of the I've Been That Girl podcast. This is Amber, your host. Um, For this episode, I am going to start diving into my most recent ex who we will refer to as Jay. I do not want to disclose his legal name on here um, to hurt his ego. Um, So, Jay and I had a very short but difficult relationship. It is the, it has been the most difficult adult relationship that I have had. Um, there were a lot of issues him and I had. Lots of issues. Um, and it's, uh, still a very emotional for me, for him. He's already moved on and living his life. Um, that is another thing that I have, I'm still trying to gain understanding on, on how you say you've loved me more than you've loved any other woman in your life. You've cared about me more than you've cared about any anybody. Um, yet you could, it took you three days to move on. And you're already intimate with other women now. Um, so I am still struggling a bit emotionally with this, um, this relationship. Um... Still trying to understand a lot of things. But for the first episode, I just want to touch on the beginning of our relationship. I'm pretty much at peace with the beginning. It is the end that I'm still struggling with. Um, ow, crap. Um, so, I do have some questions that some people have already asked me in the process of getting this podcast going um, for my Instagram. So, I kind of just want to dive into that and then um, kind of... I'll touch base on the issues that we had so that I can get, or most of the issues that we had, so I can get, like, honest feedback, opinions, etc. So, how did we meet? Um, Jay and I met on Instagram, and he also lived in the same apartment community as one of my, as one of my best friends. What do you guys do for a living? Well, he is a personal trainer, and I am a corporate recruiter. Two different industries. (laughs) How long were you guys together? Um, so this is like a tough question. I've been asked it so many times, and I still don't have a great answer. We, with the title, we were probably together like six or seven months without it. Um, probably about the same, so I think we dated either right at a year or a little, a little over a year. Why did you guys break up? Um, well, we broke up twice. The first time we broke up, I broke up with him. I felt like he was being super shady. He just moved to Texas. And, um, Jay, unfortunately, has a history of sleeping with his clients and cheating. He's, um, I'm, to my knowledge, he has cheated on almost every female that he has been with. And, um, so he decided to go to this female client's party I didn't hear from him after 7 p.m. until 2 p.m. the next day. I felt like that was very shady, so we broke up. And the second time we broke up was just recently, back in December. Um, He broke up with me because he felt like um, I was obsessed with the last man that I had a entanglement with. (laughs) Um, He felt I was obsessed with him, and because I was obsessed with him, I was physically, or mentally, and sexually disconnected from Jay, 
which was which is not true um but that'll be on the next episode so that is why we have broke up and um why we are no longer together um where do you two stand now as of now we um we are together he is um in in texas living his life um i am here in north carolina pregnant with his third child um living my life the best the best way that i can i am actually um i probably i have been like an emotional hot mess um dealing with the breakup being pregnant by this man um and then seeing him kind of just live for him um he he doesn't i just this is a whole nother story that i don't want to dive into yet um but yeah that's where we stand right now he is in texas and i am here in north carolina we're not together and we barely speak so what type of issues did you guys have um lots of them lots and lots of issues it's um been a been of a uh a lot of learning for me. This relationship was unfortunately toxic. Um, but I did, I did take, take a lot. I took a lot in from it. So it's definitely been a learning experience for me. And it's definitely allowed me to have a new perspective on certain things. Um, and, it, and I guess being pregnant also has helped me just be still and really be with myself um, and address these issues head on. Um, but we had, we do, we did have a bunch of them and we still have, even though we barely speak, we still have, um, a ton of issues. So I guess I will, um, just start on the first issue at hand that him and I, our first big, our first big bump was our breakup. Um, that was back in 2019. We only dated for like a month and I broke up with him. And, um, he, as I stated, he did go to a party with this client and I understood like he wasn't great at communicating, but I, I, I understood getting acclimated to the area, getting acclimated to your new position, like getting settled in. Like I understood that I couldn't have your undivided attention. I also understood that we were grown ass people. I didn't need to talk to you 24 seven, but I felt like a man who was married should know what's right and what is wrong and in a relationship. Um, so unfortunately, I mean, he obviously did not, um, I think he thinks about himself a lot. So he he did go to that party. Um, and I felt like he, like I, as I said, I felt like he was being shady. And he didn't seem too bothered by the fact that I broke up with him. Months later, I did find out that my intuition was right. He was being shady. He, his, he told me he fell asleep when he got home from that party that night. And that's why he didn't, he didn't text me. But come to find out, he texted her. He texted her that he got home. And he was looking forward to getting to know her. Which pissed me off because me and him just, you know, we just met. We're still, we're still getting to know each other. And you're telling this new girl who, you know, is 
30 minutes from you versus 16 hours that you're, you're, you look forward to getting to know her. Um, so my intuition was right about that. So he off jump, that should have been my red flag to stick to that red flag and not try to run back. Um, but I did, I ran back. So, um, after, after I broke up with, with him, I went back like two weeks. We didn't talk for about two weeks. And then I went back to him and said, I, I, I wanted to work on things with him. Like, I wanted to be with him. And he didn't want to put a title back on us, but he wanted to see where things went between us. And that was fine. I agreed to that. Um, we agreed to that, so therefore I did not have any expectations from this man. You're in Texas. I'm in North Carolina. We're seeing where things go. If we get into a relationship, cool. If we don't, then we're, we'll be friends. Um, so I didn't have any expectations. It wasn't my business. If he was fucking, dating, if he got into a relationship, I definitely needed to know that. Um, but that was that. So we did not get back together. We just had a, a virtual relationship. Um, and Honestly, we didn't have many issues during that virtual relationship. You don't slap expectations on anything. What issues can you really have? Um, so it was great. He was my one of my best friends. Um, I loved him. We we did eventually start exchanging the L word. I looked forward to our FaceTimes every night. Him and I were super cheesy, and we did fall asleep on FaceTime almost every night. Um, so, we developed, we did develop more than a friendship, but we never, we never slapped a title on. We did use the L word, but we were still single. So, that was already, I think, setting both of us up. None of, I, neither one of us ever stepped up and was like, really, like, hey, so what are we doing, you know? So, I think we're both at fault for that, for the events that were to come. Um, because, you know, I'm not going to sit on FaceTime with a friend, a male friend all night, you know. Not just going to tell somebody I love them. But anyway, so, we had that virtual relationship and it was great. Um, I thought he was... Like, one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Like, he shared things with me he's never shared with anybody else. And vice versa. Um, and I always called him my sweet, gentle giant. Because he was, or he is so tall. And I am so short. He is 6'3", and I am 5'1". So, he was my little, my gentle giant. Um, even his his, his touch was so gentle. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... That happened. We had that virtual relationship. COVID hit. And that freed up a lot of time for him and I. So, we both got furloughed from our jobs. He decided to um, plan a trip to come down to visit me, visit his daughter, visit his family. So, he did that. And more issues arise during these visits. Um, so, he, he got into town and the first thing, the first issue was, that happened was my energy was off and I didn't communicate that well with him. Um, you know, looking back, back into the relationship, 
obviously I needed to communicate better and I failed to do that. But my energy was off and that projected onto him. Um, he perceived that energy incorrect. Um, he felt like I was being shady. We were having a conversation on my couch and he asked me if I respond to people in my DMs and I lied and I said no. Which triggered, you know, a bunch of shit to come. So I lied and I said no being selfish just because I didn't think I was going to get caught and didn't want to lose Julian. And so after I said that, I asked him, I said it didn't matter anyway because we're, we're single. We're not together and I think that hurt him. I think he had in his head that we were. Um, and... I felt guilty, but we weren't. I gave him that option, and, you know, months prior to slap a title on us, and he didn't. And like I said before, we both failed to touch base on that again after the L word was exchanged um, and just getting so close. Like, we failed to establish what are, what are we doing, you know? We're grown-ups. We both should have done that. So, I did lie to him, um, and it, it did fuck things up for a bit. Um, I'm trying not to jump around here, so I lied. Um, I lied, and things were, things were a bit rocky. He, um, I think he did get a little bit of anxiety from that, so the next day he did choose to go back to, um, South Carolina where his family lives spent the day and I, I mean I think we needed that day though because he felt I was I was being shady and I was a liar I did lie but I was not by any means being shady he felt like I was sneaking in the bathroom texting people um he felt I was literally sitting on the couch texting men and I wasn't um so that was very frustrating. I'm, I chose to reach out to my girlfriends and text them about what was going on versus communicating with the man that was right in front of me what was going on. So I'm sharing with my girlfriends on the couch why, while Jay, who about said his name, while Jay is sitting there with me, but just disclosing to them, like, I don't know what to do. Um, this is how I feel. This is what has happened. Um, and essentially just nervous to get played again. Um, so I should have communicated that with him and I failed to do that. Um, so, so that happened. Um, I did ask him to come back the next day. He did come back. We talked about things and things got a, things got a little bit better. And I'm going to pause there because they're, um, were some other issues that transpired during that, that, that weekend visit. Um, he, so you, you know, so he asked, so I lied to him, so that was one issue, lying. He, he omits the truth. Um, he omitted visiting a female that, um, he had sex with on and off for three years. He omitted going to visit her twice while he was in town. 
um, which later turned into a shit show for him and I. Um, so he omitted that, and looking back, it's a little frustrating because, you know, I'm getting called a liar, yet you're omitting, you're omitting the truth that you physically went and saw this female that you had sex with for three years, you cheated on your exes with, with this female, um, and you went to go see her and didn't tell me. So that was another issue. So we have lying, me lying about men in my DMs. We have him visiting his ex-fuck buddy. Um, other issues in the beginning of that relationship was he slid in dude's DMs asking about me and him. Um, he, um, he actually got on dating sites during the period of time that him and I were in that little virtual relationship and chose to omit, um, the truth about a couple of them. I did later find text messages, um, that he had about a, a month relationship with this girl, um, named Priya, and he didn't disclose that to me, um, so that was another issue, his little, his Tinder dates, he was on dating apps, um, but with the, the Priya girl, it just, it frustrated me because you tell this girl, you text the girl, like, I'm thinking about you beautiful, and you guys talk about sexual things, and then you pick up the phone, and you FaceTime me. Night-night. Um, you also, um, I would fall asleep on FaceTime and he would hang up and talk to this one lady. Um, so it actually happened a couple times. He, I would fall asleep on FaceTime and he would get on the phone with another girl. And so he did that. So girls have always been an issue in his life. I don't think he has, or he, he will truly ever be satisfied with just one woman in his life. Like it has always been a constant door of women in and out of his life. Like, he is constantly trying to fill a void. What is so frustrating is I I am literally to blame for everything that he has did in our relationship. He will say it is my fault. Um, so, the beginning, like I said, the beginning of the relationship, um, it was... It wasn't as bad as the, towards the end. I will say that. It wasn't as bad. Like, we did go through some, go through some crazy shit in the beginning, which should have been, both of him and I should have been grown enough to, like, look, this is already crazy and getting out of hand. We need, like, let's take a break or do whatever that we needed to do. It was lying. Um, you know, him inboxing guys, asking about me and him. Um, it was the Tinder dates, him visiting his ex-fuck buddies. Or the Tinder conversations. I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't have proof that he ever went on a date. But it's even the ultimatum that he gave me. All access or we're not going to be together. So I gave him all access to me. And what I mean by all access is I gave him access to all my social medias. I did at one point delete my social media um, just because 
it was turning into a big ordeal because I chose to lie about DMs, so I deleted it in a whole, um, as a whole. Um, but once I did get it all back, he wanted passwords to everything. He wanted, I changed my phone number. Um, he got into my emails. Um, what else did he do? That, that was the ultimatum, though. Like, he, it was all access or nothing because he just couldn't trust me because I was such a shady bitch. And you can, you can, like, reach out to any of my exes. Like, once I am committed, I am committed. I'm not a shady bitch. Did I lie? I did. I did. Do people lie? Absolutely. They do. Like, I mean, it doesn't make it okay, but it also doesn't make me a bad person. Um... So those, those were a lot of the issues. I wish I had time to like dive deep into each one of them. Um, but it would just, y'all, it would just, this would be a um, long, long episode. I don't have time to do that. But, um, so yeah, so basically that was it for the first half. I mean, all that happened. Um, I did eventually decide to go moved to Texas, um, which was honestly stupid, um, but we all make mistakes, and, you know, just wanting to, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to be with him, I wanted to, I wanted to fix things, he, um, didn't want to come to North Carolina, which didn't make sense to me, you have, you know, you have two kids here, and, and your girlfriend, why wouldn't you come here? But he didn't. He, um, I chose to go to Texas to be with him to fix things. So I gave up literally everything. Like, I've worked my ass off to make sure that I, I'm good and that I don't need anybody. Like, I liked my independence. Um, and I gave that up for him. Gave that up for him. Um, I sacrificed time away from my daughter to arrange things in Texas for her. And myself, and um, only to be kicked out literally two months later. So it's just, it's just, it's been a rough road. Um, like I said, for like the beginning of half of this relationship with Jay, I have been, I'm at peace with it. Like what happened sucked. It was pretty stressful. Um, it, I mean, it was a lot. Um, but if there's anything that you guys want me to dive deeper into or explain further, I'll do a follow-up podcast episode for that, and I'll dive deeper into that, but that's just the basis of my beginning half of Jay, and I would, I will honestly be happy to dive deeper into, um, you know, why did I lie, or why the hell was he reaching out to these men? I'll dive deeper into these things if you guys want me to. Um, just let me know. Um, if you haven't already, please follow my Twitter and my IG account at I've Been That Girl. Um, that is spelled T H T. And I look forward to releasing a follow up if you guys have questions. If not, I will just be released. Look forward um, or look for the second half of my episode on Jay.